So you love Jesus and are hungry for more? In this podcast, we will explore knowing Jesus, sharing Jesus, and learning how to share our story. My fellow brothers and sisters, these areas will make us strong warriors for Christ. And guess what? God will equip us in that journey. I am Melina, your host and teacher, or Jesus bestie, and this is the Holy Equipped Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode on the Holy Equipped Podcast. Uh, This episode is a follow-up to last week's episode. If you have not had a chance to listen to episode 20, it is basically a kickoff episode to a short evangelism series that I'm going to be doing. Last week's episode touched on points that gave us some ideas of how we can evangelize um, in ways to make it quote unquote, easier to do so. Although I know it's an intimidating thing to do still. And it's just something I want to do better at. I want to be better at. And I know it takes practice. This week's episode is going to be a little bit different than episodes I've done in the past, because it's going to walk through some step-by-step kind of a actual practical conversation that you could have with somebody if you just, if you so felt compelled and called to walk up to someone and do that sharing of Jesus with somebody. Now, this is this is a bold act. I feel like it's it seems like I'm low lowballing myself here to say I want to have this conversation with one person this year <laughs> to actually do this, go up to someone and ask this. But, um, I mean, I've never done it before, so that would put me one person higher than I've done before, right? But I hope that in hearing this particular episode, that maybe it's a little bit less intimidating. I love this particular, the content in this episode that I'm going to share. I had written this in my own personal journal back in August of 2018. Now, at that time, I was uh, in in the height of my seminary school program. At the time, I was I had been super inspired. I was in a lot of fields and learning a lot of things and just feeling very close to God. And I wrote a lot of things in my journal that honestly, I go back to and I'm like, wow, that girl, I, I, I want to be that girl again. Okay, I know I'm still that girl, but a little bit older and wiser. I know only like three years. So I am just excited to share this with you because it's, it's something, um, that was close to Molina in 2018's heart (laughs) and something I want to bring back into my heart. Now I will share first part of the journal entry that I had written before writing in my, uh, it's a flow chart. I honestly wrote down and I'll, I'll share that too. But first there was a little part portion that I had written And it comes from a lyric of a song from Hillsong that is called First Love. And it was a lyric line that says, I'll give my life for the ones still lost, and I'll see my friends reclaim their first love again. And my comments that came from that lyric was, the friends not just being my actual friends, but that Everyone that God loves, his daughters and sons, are all my friends through his eyes, so I must view them as such, my friends to reclaim their first love. 
the love that they may not even know yet to be that is their first love. But because he came before us and died for us, he loved us so much, that first love. So the idea, now I'm talking, (laughs) the idea that there are people out there who don't even know this first love that is their first love, that it is our hope as believers, as Christians, to want to help others find that first love again. And, uh, you know, you think about evangelizing and bringing lost souls to Christ to from death to life, to be able to spend eternity in heaven with God and our Heavenly Father. But also in this world that we live in now, to find salvation and to live life as Christ followers, there is a hope and there is a faith and a grace and a peace that we can live in when we know Jesus because the world is already hard as it is but love love and the definition that it is intended the way God meant it for is a love that I wish on everyone and so that's just another driving factor that I can see drove me back then and I hope will help to drive you now where it is. It doesn't sound like it's so like a sales call of collecting so many souls for the kingdom, like nothing like that, but actual human people for the love of God. So I think that's a really cool mission idea, right? (laughs) All right. So now let's dive into the flow chart of a conversation. Now, this is a particular conversation that if you were to have, if you were to come across somebody um, in a public place or in an event and you're kind of just chatting with somebody, um, or if you're just bold and you want to walk up to some stranger somewhere, go ahead, by all means, I think that would be awesome. Um, But just any organic conversation that you're having with somebody and getting past the barrier of the fear of like, I'm going to come off crazy. Oh my gosh, but here we go. Let's ask this question because it's a matter of life and death, right? Like this person can walk away never knowing who Jesus even is. So let me walk through this flow chart with you. So you walk up to a person or you're talking to a person and then you ask the question. This is the first step of this evangelist script. You ask, do you know that Jesus loves you? That's a bold question to ask, but hey, you asked it. And guess what? You're either going to get a yes or no. So let me walk you through the yes and no. If they say yes, they know Jesus. Great. What do you say to them? You say, great. How can I pray for you today? And you pray, go about your merry way or continue conversation. Easy. (laughs) The other option they might say after that question is no. No, they don't know that Jesus loves them. Or they'll look at you and be like, uh, no. Now you'll answer if they say no is why is that? Now from there, 
they'll either explain something or a reason why they don't believe or a reason that they don't think that, you know, they're worthy of going to church. Or some people even think that, oh, I have to, you know, I don't have my life together. Like church is for the good people. Like I'm just not, they might give whatever reason that is. And then your next response to after that little conversation there of their reasoning is to ask, would you read something for me from the Bible that can explain what that love means? And before I move on to their response of yes and no, I want to invite you to stay tuned for next week's episode because I'm going to actually kind of do like a workshop episode of pointing out the the readings that actually would be read in this conversation in your Bible. So definitely stay tuned for next week's episode to get that. But from this point in this flow of questioning, this is assuming you already have your Bible on hand with the markings of the different readings that they would read from. So, all right, you ask them, can, would you read something for me or read something? Can we read something from the Bible that shows that love? And they're either going to say yes or no, right? So if they say no, because you're weird, no, leave me alone, (laughs) then you'll just say, well, can I pray for you? If they say yes or no, you'll end up praying or not praying and going on about your merry way or continuing your conversation. But if they say yes, yeah, I'm willing to read what it is you want to show me from your Bible, then that's when you pull out your Bible And after next week's episode, you'll have it already ready to go. And you'll read down the passages from scripture that show that love of Jesus. And this is a common thing called the Roman road. More on that next week. But you'll read that with them, ideally having them read it out loud because there is power in God's word spoken and heard. When they speak it out loud, they're hearing it as well. It's just so much more powerful, allowing the Holy Spirit to do that work as they're reading. Remember, it's not on you. It's just showing up, being obedient, and yeah. So they read it out loud. And then there will be a conversation, I'm sure. They'll either ask questions or be like, okay, yeah, that all sounds great. Good job. Awesome. All right but I still don't believe whatever. I don't care or anything, you know, like whatever their response is going to be, or they're going to ask questions and be like, Oh, I didn't realize that, or I've never heard that before, or I didn't even know that that was even in the Bible, you know? So that will be a conversation that might follow from having read those scriptures out loud, a conversation worth having from that conversation. After that will be the next question that you'll ask. And that question is, Would you like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? And you guessed it. They're either going to say yes or no. (laughs) Or look at you funny and be like, okay. But we're just focused on yes and no. If they say no or look at you funny, then you just respond the same way you had before. Well, can I pray for you? And they'll say yes or no or whatever. Okay, go ahead. Sure. I don't care, whatever. Or they'll be like, yeah, yeah, definitely pray for me. And then you'll pray and you'll go on your merry way or continue conversation, whatever that is. Now, the other side of that is if they do say yes, 
to accepting Jesus as their Lord and Savior. This is where, having read through the Roman Road Scriptures, they're going to know that by confessing verbally that 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 is all it takes. All it takes to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior is said in Romans 10, 9 through 10. Because if you confess with your mouth, out loud, that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. And that's it. That's all it takes, right? So remind them of that if they feel doubtful. (laughs) But then you would go and read the prayer of salvation or say the prayer of salvation to them. It's simple. It kind of just outlines to that very scripture, right? Of confessing out loud that Jesus is their Lord, the Savior of their heart, or that they surrender themselves to God as their Lord and Savior, that they, and then out loud again, that they believe that God raised Jesus from the dead, that Jesus is the Son of God, raised from the dead for their sins. A simple prayer that I pulled up from Googling, (laughs) but it says, Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my life and heart. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Right? A simple prayer, just like that of just inviting God in. And then from there, conversation over, moving on, but probably not. From that point, that person is probably, if you think back and remember to back when you first said yes and accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, right after that, you felt a flood of emotions or a flood of relief or uncontainable joy tears. There are so many responses and reactions. I even imagine that someone might be like, okay, that's it. I'm saved. Is that it? Um, it explain or share your own journey maybe, or even just encourage them that, yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, because a lot of times, and you maybe even know this yourself, but just because we're saved, it doesn't mean automatically everything is well, everything is good, everything has changed. You inside your heart have now been surrendered to God as your savior, but it takes time to actually then come to the believing that you are his daughter, learning the truths and believing those truths over the lies that you had believed for so long to find healing and freedom in Christ, seeing yourself as Christ sees you. So these are things that a new believer might feel or maybe even might ask right after you've done that prayer and be like, well, I don't feel any different. What happens now? So that is something to keep in mind for sure. But in keeping this simple with a what next is just inviting them to church. You don't have to roll out the blueprint for their entire journey. You can just love them, invite them to church with you, invite them to your Bible study with you, 
just bring them into the fold of the family, right? Thus begins the journey of getting to know who this God is that they just surrendered to. So it's as simple as that. Um, there, there's a lot of different follow-ups of the next steps for a new believer, but this particular episode is just to share the simple steps of sharing Jesus and the prayer of salvation and the what next is just bring them into the fold, love on them, uh, and pray for them. All right. That is the episode for today. That is practical steps to follow. And it sounds so simple, right? In a simple flow chart like that. And you know, even if you come off weird to that person, even if they just say no through and through, even if you offer to pray for them after they say no, and they say no, you still were obedient. You still planted a seed in them, whether you know it or not. And God will follow through on that. That person's not lost to God. That person in your, your obedience doesn't come up empty. So I just want to encourage you in that. And I'm encouraging myself as well. Like I said before, I pray that I can have an opportunity to do this bold conversation with one person this year. I pray for that. And I pray that for you too. Yeah. So next week's going to be a lot of fun because it's going to be workshop style. I'm going to kind of walk through with the various scriptures of your Bible that you would actually walk through with someone and how that looks and everything. All right. Until next week, get ready for some more evangelism and I will be in your ears next week. My friends, thank you for listening to the Holy Equipped Podcast. Will you help me grow this ministry and the mission to make discipling disciples of Christ? That is, teaching Christians how to grow and teach other Christians, who also teach Christians how to be warriors for Christ. If this episode spoke to you, please leave a review. And if you really want to help me spread the mission, share this episode with a friend. If you haven't yet, follow or subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. If you want to connect and be besties with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Oki Molina, that's O-K-I-E Molina, and say hello. Just tag me in your stories or send me a DM. I'm so excited to connect with you. Until next week, know that you are called and equipped by God.